0: Welcome to Sweet Valley Diaries, extra drama for book number 32, The New Jessica. So does that make me miss America? I, of course, am your host, Marissa Flaxbart. And with me also, of course, is Caitlin McCann. Hi, Caitlin. Hi. Uh, so this probably came up almost certainly when you were first on the show, book three, Playing With Fire, Mm -hmm. that you and I were roommates for a time. Yes. And I'm like, we've known each other for kind of a long time now. That's like sort of exciting. Since 2012. Yeah. Yeah. Seven years. It's like, that's kind of a long time. That's really cool. And one thing that I associate with you in your adulthood that I've known you is like someone who always like is making a fashion statement you have more interesting like makeup sense than anybody I can think of. And you know a lot about makeup. You're like an expert really in what's going on in like skincare and makeup. But you're like very bravely adventurous in that area. And it really works for you. Like you own it. I don't know how much of it is that just the fact that you're owning it confidently and how much of it is like your sense or whatever. But that was part of actually why I wanted you to read this book, because I thought the idea of makeovers would appeal to you.
1: Honestly, when he told me that makeovers was like the overall theme of this book, I think I squeed out loud. Because <laughs> I grew up watching so many films that had like iconic makeover sequences. And it's always how... I've envisioned, like, do you ever, like, self-narrate when you're living your life? Because I self-narrate, like, the mall. (laughs) And I always envision, like, my own makeover sequence. Or, like, when I'm getting ready for the day, I'm like, I just want to be Cher from Clueless and have, like, a closet that does all the matching and things like that. So thank you so much for saying that about me because that is, uh, it's something that I love to do, but I don't necessarily think about it uh, as... A huge part of my personality, but I actually think that it is. I think it is just a huge part of how I project myself.
0: Uh, and I, I love that. Oh, I, I don't think I would be alone in observing this about you. And I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's a personality trait, but it's definitely something that is like a Caitlin thing. Like that's part of, of who you are in the world. Awesome. I love that was that something that started like did you ever go through a jessica thing where you wanted to you mentioned actually in the main episode about dyeing your hair black for a mm-hmm, halloween costume mm-hmm. but did you ever go through a major wardrobe or like fashion style change time oh my gosh so that was the least eloquent way i could say that but <laughs> that's okay a, i got it out no did you ever go through a wardrobe change fashion style time change I did indeed go through one of those, <laughs> okay, good. Uh, and probably
1: more accurately, several. I, you know, when you hear people talk about teenagers, and I'm going to do a little bit of this exact thing, so sorry, but uh, you, they talk about your teenage years being the time where you get to try on a bunch of identities, and I think I took that fairly literally. I, especially in high school would dress very differently, very outlandishly. For example, I was in an AP English class and we were reading Thoreau's Walden and there was something about clothing and his kind of distaste for having excessive clothing. And our teacher had given us a challenge that was like, I want you all to wear something out of the box tomorrow. I want you all to wear something very strange. And then she turned to me and she was like, I need you to just wear t-shirt and jeans tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because the the thing that's going to be weird for everybody else is going to be your daily. And so I kind of, or at least my perception of how I was in high school uh, was that I was a bit of a, a fashion forward and sometimes awkwardly fashion forward kind of person. Mm. Because I just didn't want to look like everybody else, even if I was shopping at the same target, the same H&M, the same wherever, I wanted to be able to distinguish myself. And, you know, like, a lot of people want that. They want to feel unique. And so sometimes that manifested in very strange ways. Uh, or, you know, as I I look back on my time in high school, and I just want to give myself more credit than I ever did. And want to say, like, what a brave girl you were. Yeah. You know, because I remember, for example, we had, like, 80s day, And um, all the seniors, when I was a senior, had to dress in 80s. And the other years had different decades that they were going to dress as for points in our larger, like, spirit week competition. And all the girls (laughs) did, like, the side pony with the scrunchie and neon kind of exercise gear. And I went full Madonna. I had, like, a white bustier with a t-shirt on underneath, because dress code rules, uh, and a tulle skirt and, like, several belts and pearls. And I, like, I went full like oh my a virgin. Oh, God. And my teachers loved it because that was, like, their cultural reference, their cultural moment. But I was just like, you told me to go 80s, so I'm <laughs> going 80s. And I just remember there's a class photo somewhere of us all dressed and it's like, a bunch of people in like neon workout wear, and there's just me over here in my tool rocking it out. And you know, if I had, if I'd had a boy toy belt, I would have been wearing it. But so, like, that's just <laughs> kind of to show you, like, if or like pointy cone bra. Oh, if I could have had a pointy cone bra, I really feel like I grew up in the Midwest. Uh, so I feel like that would have gotten me in a heck of a lot of trouble. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I would have worn it if I had access For to sure. it. Uh, and so, yeah, I would say that I definitely had a lot of those, like, Pushing it with style boundaries moments. I don't, I appreciate them very much uh, in my terms of personal identity. I don't know how frequently they were appreciated by other people.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny because hearing you say all this, of course, is making me think about my own experience in that arena. And I was thinking at first that I think one of the biggest fashion changes that I went through in high school was when I stopped center parting my hair. Mm. That was actually, is a, in my entire life, one of the more monumental shifts in my personal look uh, was uh, no longer center parting my hair. Um, That's a big deal. Well, I had kind of like a hippie vibe going on from like in middle school, and uh, and and that really it worked for me and my mm-hmm. soul. Like it fits, but I, I, you know, I stopped doing that and. You know, obviously, the the standard things like, you know, not having glasses, getting contacts, mm-hmm. like getting your braces removed, but that all happened earlier. I think that most of my, like, actual, like, bold fashion choices, it really didn't hit me until more like senior year. I, I can, I have a very specific memory. Well, first of all, I wore a crazy dress to my senior prom. It was like lime green. It was very, very low cut, but in a way that where I had, like, side cleavage, It was – so I couldn't wear a bra. It was very risque, and I got a lot of, like – it was, like, maybe the first time in my life I can remember knowing that I looked, like – I looked hot. Yeah. (laughs) But I also remember, like, the day after prom at our high school was Senior Ditch Day, and we were – we were so lame. You know what? Whatever. We were working the system. So (laughs) – all right. So here's how it worked. Senior Ditch Day was the day after prom weekend, and – Our calculus teacher, so there were like 16 kids, something that had made it through the requisite courses that you had to go through, jumped through those hoops to be able to to even take calculus at our high school. Mm -hmm. And our teacher told us that we wouldn't have to take our final at the end of the year if, one, we all showed up for the AP test, and two, we all showed up for class the Monday after prom. And we were like, oh, and somebody raised their hand very cleverly asking, do we have to be at our other classes and he said i'm not checking the attendance in your other classes so no not a yes or no but but so what we did was i we left i drove i left school with like three other people that were like fellow fellow nerd friends and we ditched the second half of school it's the only day of high school i ever ditched. it was like three quarters of a day it was I can't even tell you how easy it was. The feeling of like walking out to my car and like nobody was asking us where we were going. We had a very closed campus. And I was like, "Oh, I I have like a month left of school. I could have been doing this <laughs> this whole time, but it was really eye-opening." Anyway, Um, The point of the story is that we went to like the brand new Target that had just opened in the town next door. And I almost as a joke put on two things that were like kind of the same colors, but totally different patterns. It was like a pattern clash. And when I looked at myself in the mirror, thinking that I was breaking a fundamental law of Mm -hmm. fashion, I was like, Oh, like this is this is me. Like this is what I how I should look. I this loved is my thing. it. It was so funky and fun and I loved it. The end of that story is that we had to go back to school like almost immediately after the bell rang because of some sort of debate practice that I didn't have to go to, but a couple of people I was driving had to be there for it. So <laughs> nerds. <Yeah>. But
1: <laughs> some days my, my avant-garde style involved wearing pajamas to school. Other days, it was a little bit more adventurous than that. <laughs> uh, and so in particular, I have this memory of this like blue gingham skirt that I got at H&M. But the defining factor of this blue gingham skirt was not pockets. It was an apron that was just sewn on and it was yellow and had florals. And I was so enamored with it because it gave me these like vintage vibes, specifically gave me some like June cleaver aesthetic that I was highly into just because it was weird. I was like, nobody else is going to have this skirt, (laughs) you know? And so I... I remember styling it and feeling, like, so good about how I styled it with, like, powder blue flats and a little, like, yellow puff sleeve bolero. Oh, my gosh. And, like, yeah, see, I remember this. I have, like, a weird, you know, memory for this specifically. But I remember my first class was in the math hallway, which also happened to be the senior hallway. And it was, you know, I was a very boy-crazy young lass. And that was where... Very Jessica. Very... See, yeah. No, I I maybe I identify more with Jessica than I give credit for. But uh, it was where the handsome senior boys were. And I don't at all remember who said what, but I remember walking to my math class, and I remember... One of those boys, that cluster of handsome young boys that I thought were just the the most interesting, one of them said, "Oh God, look at her! She's dressed like she's dressed like a freak." Oh my God! And, in, and it was it wasn't even just, "Oh God, look at her!" It was like there she is again, you oh know, like no. one of those. And so it, it became clear to me in that moment that this was not the first conversation they had had about me. Oh God. Uh, and you know. Mm. My heart still breaks for that person, but I also overheard one of the same guys in that cluster say, I don't know. I kind of like it. I kind of like her. And I wish, I wish I had had the courage to turn around and see who had said either of those things. But it is a memory that for so many years, I held so close to my heart as comfort that there was at least one person in this group of, of young boys <laughs> that I thought was very attractive that they thought that what I was doing was interesting appreciated and the difference
0: that you were bringing to the yeah to the world
1: and you know what that that really was kind of the the comfort for so many years even you know through high school through college. Uh, Because I went to college in kind of the middle of nowhere, Ohio. And so my dressing style continued to be a little strange and a little out there. And I remember, you know, talking about our roommate relationship we also had uh, in our year together, a wonderful third roommate named Natalie. And I remember we were all going out one night to a bar that would be very familiar to us during our tenure there. Uh, And it was kind of like our first night out, all of us together, And I remember dressing in, like, a tulle skirt and a shirt that had a sequin Mickey Mouse on it. And I wore my bowler hat, which is a Uh beloved object. And I remember walking into that bar in Silver Lake, and Natalie took one look around the room and just said, like, dead serious, all the love in her heart. Just being like, oh, man, Caitlin, you fit in here. (laughs) And I remember feeling that so clearly because I was like, dang, I'm not weird anymore. This is great. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's part of why if I ever had to write a love letter to Los Angeles, it would be so much around that acceptance and and the fashion and the style that people are just so fearless here to where me feeling fearless and strange is normal.
0: Yeah. Well, it's especially great in Silver Lake where we lived at the time where I always said that you could walk out of the house wearing absolutely anything mm-hmm. from the, your pajamas to, uh, you know, the the purple jumpsuit with the lizard belt and anybody that saw you would just assume that you were doing either you were doing it on purpose you were doing it ironically it was normcore it yeah. was you were in a band like yeah it, nobody would bat an eye because uh first of all it wouldn't be the only weird outfit they saw that day and no. second of all it would just be like okay this is th- that's what that person's doing yeah. like and
1: i i you know i love that
0: Love that about Silver
1: Lake and Echo Park and that whole area. Like, that's still, to me, one of the biggest treasures of my experience as somebody that lives in Los Angeles.
0: It's not all, like, ecru and khaki and uh, (laughs) athleisure and big hats. Yeah. Or giant sunglasses,
1: (laughs) incognito sunglasses. No. You know, and it's, it's just such a mix. And that's kind of, I think, part of why, a big part of why. I feel so at home here is because for so many other times in my life it's not that I wasn't happy living in other places but it didn't feel like my soul's home. Oh. And so I but I but I feel like fashion and style and that that confidence and exuberance that you're giving me so much wonderful credit for. <laughs> oh yeah. You deserve uh, it. Thank you is is a big part of that. Like it's not that I didn't feel, you know, happy or treasured in those other spaces cuz I came out of each of them with you know great friendships and good life experiences but that's something that that's that's one of the biggest gifts Los Angeles has ever given me
0: oh well what a beautiful and unexpected love letter to Los Angeles This (laughs) extra drama episode (laughs) became well Caitlin that's wonderful thank you so much thank you for reading yet another Sweet Valley High novel oh my god anytime especially if there's makeovers and Jessica drama I know there's gonna be more Jessica drama and (laughs) I'm (laughs) <laughs> I think there's probably going to be more makeovers so uh, i can hold you on retainer for uh, for the uh, makeover uh, books happily if that's
1: what i become an expert in in this life i'm not going to lose sleep over it. it sounds like a good life excellent
0: well thank you very much uh, gladiators tune in next week for book 33 which is going to be about a character you've never heard of named sally larson she's dana larson's cousin and with that i'll just do my famous sign off for extra drama, which is bye. So does that make me Miss America? I'm your host, Marissa Flaxpart, and with me again is Caitlin McCann. Hi. Hi. Hello. I'm going to take that whole thing again because <laughs> I was like a weird, crazy energy.